Travis, welcome back to Autism Live. It's good to be here. It's so good to have you here. And I was saying at the start of the show, you and I had a conversation yesterday, and you said that you think that you've got more than 60 books out now. Um, so when I yeah. say author, it's with a capital A. Uh, <laughs> you're really getting it done. And on a wide variety of topics, but most of them having something to do with autism. Um, so just for, for viewers who've never seen you before and aren't aware, when were you diagnosed with autism? Uh, in 2007, I was 22. Okay. Got diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome. And then, and, and were you also diagnosed with schizophrenia then or did that come later? No, that took a few more years. That didn't happen until 2013. Okay. 2013, I was like 28 when that happened. So you've got some stuff to write about, let's say that. Um, yeah. And but you're prolific, which is a, I'm I'm chartreuse with envy, Travis. I, I wish that I was as driven as you are. To, uh, I want to write, but I'm just not getting it done. But let's talk about um, the wide variety. Like, what's the new book about? The new book is about uh, going. I'm trying a gluten-free diet to help with my mental mental health um, and uh, some social skills, maybe. And I've seen some improvements already. I haven't been on it for very long. But okay. I'm feeling a lot better. How so? But I think this is so good for our audience to hear this because we talk about putting our kids on a gluten-free diet, um, and it, it feels like it's going to be a big rough thing. But you're an adult who yeah. has the words to tell us. How long have you been on the gluten-free diet? It's been on it for a week and a half now. And our... I'll bet it was pretty rough the first couple of days. Yes, it was, and it's actually it's it's difficult. I find it it's difficult to eat healthy. Um, it's not convenient to eat healthy. But I, but I got to be honest, it's a lot easier now than it used to be. Even five right. years ago, if I wanted to make a gluten-free cake, I pretty much had to go to the moon and come back and do a dance and twirl around and still wouldn't have a cake mix. I have right. to make it from scratch. Now you can go to Walmart and get a Betty Crocker gluten-free cake mix <laughs> on the yeah. shelf. Like well, and I think the autism community has something to do with the fact that it's easier now too. I think so too. I think they've had, they played a part in it. But so are you, like, what's the hardest thing for you being gluten free at this point? Uh, I feel like just it's, I'm still getting used to the taste of different things like bread. Yeah. And stuff like that. So I'm kind of I guess I'm kind of spoiled. I like the good foods. Have <laughs> you Have you tried some of the better breads though, Travis? Not yet. Um, I I am getting ready to go to. I actually started a. I don't have a lot of money, so I started a GoFundMe page to try and get some money to go buy some healthy um, foods. So I've been doing that. I'm going to go to a town. I'm going to go to a city about an hour away and do some shopping this week or next week. Okay. See if I can get some good stuff. So it's well, fairly new. I want to encourage you to go to Sprouts. If you can okay. find a Sprouts, and they have, uh, there's two different kinds of, well, there's three different kinds of breads that are pretty good. Um, the Canyon, Canyon Bakery, or Canyon Bakehouse, Canyon something, oh my gosh, it's going to taste like real bread to you. It's okay. soft, um, it, you know, it's going to be really good, especially their cinnamon raisin is to die for. Um, okay. And then there's a company called Scar, S-C-H-A-R, they're a Swedish company, fabulous you can get baguettes and bagels and things like that and Udi's does pretty good too especially if you toast it and Udi's okay. you can probably find anywhere okay so those are the I can tell you we've tried all the bread those are the ones right 
Um, but um, but you're just doing gluten. Has it? I'm sure you're aware of the fact that a lot of times uh, people in the autism community advise a gluten-free, casein-free, and sometimes soy-free diet for the guys. Have you thought right. about going milk-free and soy-free as well? I've thought about it. Um, and I think for me, I've just decided to do one thing at a time and then maybe add fine. to it. I think that's And maybe fine. add to it. And are you somebody who eats out often, or are you pretty good at eating at home? Uh, I'm pretty good at eating at home. Okay. So you're going to be able to make this. You're already making it work. You're going to be able yeah. to. And are you feeling, you said you feel better socially. What else are you feeling as a result? Just mental health is better. Depression, anxiety, things like that. Yeah. Well, that's worth it, right? Definitely. Definitely. What, what about tummy-wise? Are you feel, Is your tummy feeling better? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Okay. All right. Yep. And you know what they say, happy colon, happy life. Yes, that's very true. <laughs> so, and, and a longer and a longer life. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So what is the name of the new book about going gluten-free? Uh, it's How to Eat Healthy with Autism. Okay. All right. And so what else besides gluten are you advocating for? What does healthy mean to you? Uh, just more like fruits and vegetables, I guess as opposed to uh, junk food. <laughs> so what were you eating before, Travis? I mean, I would eat anything. I, I wasn't watching my diet at all. So I was eating like pizza, um, mac and cheese, uh, meatloaf. Were you <laughs> eating a lot burgers. of things that have a lot of artificial colors and flavors? Yes, okay. probably. Because, you know, there's a whole school of thought about that, too, that if you take out yeah. the artificial colors and flavors, it's going to help with mood and uh, mm -hmm. mood swings and depression and things like that. I, so have you seen any of that happening? A little bit, yeah. Okay. I feel like I'm a little better. Right. Um, so where can people find the books? Cause I, and then we'll tell them where to find your GoFundMe page. But I think if people bought a book, that helps you to be able to afford your gluten-free things, correct? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Okay. And, and that way they get something out of it, too. Right. So where um, can people go to buy so, your books? Because they right? get a book. Yes. Where can they go to find the book? Uh, they can go to Amazon.com. And put in your name, Travis Breeding, two E's. Um, Correct. And, there, and there's a lot, like, what are some of the, your favorite books that you've written? My favorite ones are one called The Reality of Living Within Two Worlds. Um, it's about uh, autism and how people with autism sometimes cr escape into imagination and create a make-believe world. Um, but the make-believe world is kind of like a coping mechanism. And that it helps us deal with the social stuff. Yeah. Um, and I really like I spend a lot of time in my make believe world, um, and it helps me cope with autism. But I talk about in the book how you have to be careful. You want them to balance living in the make believe world with living in the real world. Right. Um, like you don't want somebody to, you don't want to let a kid sit and play video games in a make believe world all day long. You want him to be out into the real world, right. learning life skills. It's hard to come back. Yes. Yeah. Time to come back. Um, and you also have been very prolific about writing about um, issues having to do with sex. And, yes, absolutely. Uh, and, and the fact that people who are on the autism spectrum, you know, they, just like everybody else, have needs that are in, in, the, in the range of sexual desires and those things. And right. that gets discounted a lot. It does. Um, and it's... It's uh, hard to get help in that area because that is not an area that insurance companies are wanting to cover. 
So anything, any help you're going to get in that area is going to be out of pocket, and a lot of families can't afford that. Um, and there are other things that families need to be paying for, like behavioral therapies, things like that. But sexuality education and um, just sex in general needs to be something that's more we're more made aware of in the autism community, because I, I meet a lot of people who assume because I have autism I'm not interested in sex but that's definitely not the case. Right. Um, so it's very helpful to, you, you wanna be able to educate and it has to go past the, there's a lot of stuff out there, but it's kind of like uh, introductory, like birds and bees of sexuality. Um, but you, when you're teaching someone with autism, you have to use real language. Um, and it's important to use uh, the slogan, slogan words that kids are gonna be using in school because they're gonna be in school with those, those kids. Yeah. And if they don't know those words, they're going to get made fun of and bullied. Yeah. So I just was at a important. meeting last night with, uh, when they were talking about um, sex education for individuals with different abilities and, and talking about how mm -hmm. it's so desperately needed um, and that they're, they're seeing that the, the incidences of STDs and unwanted pregnancies is so much higher and are dis uh, disabled community because we have not given them the proper sex education. Absolutely. So I think you're uh, right perfect. on the money here. Yeah, a perfect example of that is I know of a woman and she lives in New York. Um, she had, uh, she ended up having a baby, but we, we talk a lot about context, social context and literal interpretation. Mm -hmm. So one day she's having a conversation with her mother and the mother tells her she can, you cannot get pregnant until you get married. Mm -hmm. The mother just met that she didn't approve of her getting pregnant until she got married. Right. But the girl took it as she believed her mom said she couldn't physically get pregnant until she got married. So she didn't practice safe sex. She didn't use any protection and she got pregnant. And then she's wondering why she's wondering why her mother lied to her. Right. Um, because she took it very literally. So Absolutely. if you think you're being literal with people with autism, take it to the next level because you got to be very literal. Absolutely. So and we want to encourage. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Social context is very important too, and to use. I have a book on. It's called Autism, Social Thinking, and Friendship. It's all about understanding social context and using social thinking to understand social context. So. Well, there's a context there's a book deal. for everyone. Um, so we want to encourage people to go to Amazon, put in Travis Breeding, B R E E D I N G. You can put in autism if that helps you um, and Travis's books will come up order a book you'll not only be helping yourself to have a great book to read but you'll be helping Travis to be able to do you know pay his bills do what he needs to do and stay gluten-free